Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this dot com to talk turkey. <laughs> it's a bit of a fashion update. <laughs> Breaking news. I went to assembly label, but that's not the update. The right. Biggest update is that I bought my first pair of jeans in four years. Like to say I'm proud of you is a massive understatement. Thanks, Rebs. I'm proud of you. Have yeah. you worn them anywhere? I have not. Right, okay. You've I've, had them for like a week now. I've owned them for a week. They've still got the tags on. Mm. I do know what it is. <laughs> if you give me the option of a line Lululemon tight or really tight, suck your belly in, not flexible jeans, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to choose the latter. Yep, but you bought them. I bought, I own them. Yep. And I feel like that's a big step. All right, it looks like we're going to baby step through this one. I just don't know why you would choose discomfort. Jeans are not comfy. I find them comfy. Really? Yeah. But also, I leave the house. Yeah. You don't really leave the house. That's true. So, like, if I was at home, I wouldn't just put my jeans on to be at home. So I get it. Yeah. Maybe I just need more reasons to show up at places outside of the home and maybe I'd wear them. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should, I don't know, go out for coffee. (laughs) I don't know if that's jeans worthy. Oh, God. No, you can totally coffee in activewear. In fact, it's almost preferred. Exactly. Mm. Okay, well, keep us in the loop on how you go with your denim. Should we do the app? Let's get into it. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on Zagram, mm-hmm. along with my co-host, Kate Revs. Hello, Kate Revs. Hello. How are you? I'm springy. Oh, I've wow. had two coffees. Okay. I've had two coffees, two triple shot coffees, and it's just peaking. <laughs> it's just peaking at the perfect moment. Yeah, you've timed it well, babe. This morning, my daughter brought me a double shot in bed. Wait, she went to the cafe and got you? No, no, no. She oh. made one. Oh. Yeah, she made me a double shot, brought it to my bedside table. It's her way of getting me up. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> because my kids are so great now. And like, you don't make friends with good kids. But here we go. My kids now get themselves up. Yeah. They pour their cereal, they eat it themselves, they put the TV on, and they get their uniforms on. What? Yeah. Like, well, I lay their uniforms out the night before. Yeah. With their socks and everything. Like, I make it very fucking easy. But they do all that on their own. Detailed question. Yes. Where do you lay them out? Oh, I lay them on the back of the couch. Oh. Because they... In the living room. In the living room. So my kids will pour their cereal, take it to the living room. They sit at the coffee table eating their cereal. Isla puts the TV on. They watch that. And then when they're done with their bowls, they put their bowls in the dishwasher and they get dressed. So you're raising unicorns. Yes. I still fight them to put their shoes on when the time comes. Like somehow it doesn't matter how early... What is it with shoes? I don't fucking know. It fucking drives me crazy. Like I think that's thing I say the most every day like shoes on shoes on hashtag relatable I think every parent feels that are your shoes on you know like from the shower I literally go shoes on (laughs) anyway there's not really a lot of 
impetus to get up early anymore because they're kind of doing that in their own and they're happy, but I have to make lunches and blah, 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 blah. So I like. Oh, you're not a night before lunch maker? No, no, I make lunch because I don't know. I feel weird about lunches sitting in lunch boxes all night. That's just my shit. I'm sure it's perfectly fine, but I make the lunches at like eight mm-hmm. and they go to school at 8.45. So I love to get me out of bed if she wants to hang. She like brings me a coffee oh God, because she's so a firstborn sweet. people pleaser and I'm training a, a nightmare, but that's fine. I love it. <laughs> well, Rafa started making her breakfast. Good girl. Um, that's young. Is it? Yeah, that's Four? yeah, that's young. Yeah, okay. The problem is, is that she drowns her wheat bix in honey. Ah, oh. it's like, oh, do you want a bit of wheat bix and milk with that honey bowl of honey <laughs> that you've got going on there? And then, of course, she has three bites of it and then is like oh it's a bit sickly no shit Sherlock (laughs) but I'm stoked that she's got that independence yeah that's amazing but she can't quite work out how to turn Paw Patrol on yeah that's the next step yeah I've actually got a bone to pick with Channel 10 oh Oh, the app? The app! Yeah, too hard basket. What? Like, invest! It's the future! (laughs) Netflix have the most intuitive app of all of them. Mm -hmm. And the way that it previews, like a little trailer, so you get a snippet. The way it kind of reads your mind and knows what you want, so it's up the top. Brilliant. And Channel 9, like, not bad, but Channel 10, rubbish. Yeah. Pick up your game, guys. I gotta say, (laughs) this is great chat. I've gotta say, the ABC Kids app, my finger always slips past what I want. I don't yes. know if it's me. Is it not me? No, it's me as well. It drives okay. me crazy. So again, invest. Come yeah. on, national broadcaster. Like, just keep us there. Make yeah. us want to be there. Just make it easy to get the kids' shows on so there's <laughs> less tantrums. So update on iPads. So we've booked a trip to Bali. Woo! Very excited. Never been to Bali. I almost feel like a true Aussie. <laughs> I know that's so dumb to say that, but it's like this weird white Australian rite of passage yeah, to yeah, like yeah. go to Bali. Totally. And... Uh, I've never had a reason to go to Bali because my family are in Thailand. So it's like, if you're going to give me the options, I will always pick Thailand. The reason why we're not going to Thailand on this occasion is because we're going for New Year's. Plus, we're going to the UK. So all of a sudden, I'm like... Oh, my God. So much travel coming up. Yes. So I'm going to invest. Nice. It's the topic of the day. Invest in iPads. Yeah. It's table stakes for traveling with young children. You just don't do it to yourself to go without. Totally. And I put up a question on Instagram. Gotta say, not helpful. (laughs) Like, I really wanted the brain's trust to be helpful. I wanted a definitive answer on if I should go a full-size iPad or an iPad mini. iPad mini. Okay, so you're pro iPad mini. But it was, Rebs, it was a 50-50 split. So annoying. Yes. No, why do they need more screen in their eyes? I don't know. I think mini's perfect especially for travel and if you're going to carry two around in your bag exactly and they're much cheaper yes much well then there were some peeps who went rogue and were like have you considered kindle fire i was like no 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 my question (laughs) was clear full-size ipad or ipad mini there was no mention of kindle and i was like please don't throw a curveball like i can't make a decision as it is but one thing that did echo in all the responses was I went on a long haul flight without an iPad. Huge regret. I just don't get it. There's no excuse these days to not have all your devices all loaded up and ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to add to cart shortly. Well, hurry up because they're often out of stock. What? Yeah, babe, get on it. Okay. Like I had to hunt down one Harvey Norman in our area that had two left during our lockdown oh my God. when I bought mine. You're making me stress. And I had to send my sister to this rogue Harvey Norman to like do click and collect because they were the last iPad minis in town. 
Fuck. Yeah, they go through like shortages. Oh, damn it. I went to the mall the other day to go and buy some yep. and then ran into three people I know. And next minute, mall's closing. <laughs> didn't get to JB Hi-Fi. I didn't buy my iPad. So I was going to do it online. Okay, this is a great tip. Yeah, Thank get you. onto it. Get I onto will. It. I will. Are you going to let them have them at restaurants? No. Okay. She says. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm chuckling. <laughs> she says on the podcast yeah. where it can come back to haunt her. <laughs> right now me says no. Future me might be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But in my mind, it's just for the flight. Yeah. Okay. And then while we're on holiday, if they're being annoying yeah. and Balinese TV doesn't do it for them, I don't know what kids <laughs> shows they have, you know, I'll just pull them out if I must. Yeah. All right. Well, Godspeed. <laughs> oh, I've got one more question for you though, Revs. Do your kids have headphones? Yes. Are yours wireless? Yeah, but I would not recommend that for you. Oh, unless you get like a headphone set, like a Bluetooth. Well, but then don't you have to charge it? Yeah. I can't handle the amount of charging. I feel like if it just has a wire, it's I plug and play. I say though, on a plane, a wire is annoying. Like when they start getting restless and like, mommy, they'll like get in their own wires and pull their headphones off and then they'll go under the seat and then they'll pull the iPad down and then they'll bust out and like, it, maybe, yeah, go wireless. But then, but then <laughs> if we fly to the UK, mm. a wireless headphone's going to last 22 hours of yeah, flying. Yeah, you've got a charger on the plane. What? How long since you've been on the plane? Like a while. Yeah, there's a USB port on the plane. Wow. So you can literally have everything plugged in the whole way if you have battery anxiety, which I do. I do massively. Yeah. I okay. can never go under like 70% or I'm like, oh, I'm going to run out. <laughs> I mean, someone did slide into my DMs and say, don't get wireless. It causes brain development damage. Okay. And I was like, and I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh. Oh, good. I know. <laughs> There's always one, isn't there? Don't do anything, Gem. Don't go on holiday. Don't have devices. Just move to the country. Let them play with the birds. Done. Done. <laughs> do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time it's for? It's not even my story, but it's so good. Yeah. But I don't have time for it. Hit me with your not story. <laughs> <laughs> my work wife. Yes. She got mum shamed for taking her kids through Macca's drive-thru. Oh, fuck off. And I'm like, are we still here? Yeah. This feels like a hard 2012 to 2015 vibe. vibe. And I feel like we've come out the other side, surely. I actually can't believe people still mum shame over Macca's because, in my opinion, Macca's is the ultimate mum hack. Ultimate. Yes. Ultimate. And what is childhood without junk food? Anyway, I can't remember the specifics, but they were going to, like, gymnastics or something, and mm. she's, like, was going to meet this other mum there from school and she said I'm just gonna take my guys to the drive-thru do your guys want anything generous mm. and the other mum went McDonald's and like hushed tones she was like McDonald's no we we can't do that like don't let anyone hear and got like all weird and shamey oh, and God. embarrassed and then she was like oh okay well I'm taking mine through just let me know if you want anything like, and then or, felt, not. <laughs> and, or not and then just felt all weird and was yeah. like then do I not go through and I was like no you fucking go through like, you do what you want. Sure, if that was your meal every day. Uh, exactly. A problem, maybe. But, like, on the way to gymnastics, like, on the way to physical exercise or whatever. Or not. See, now I'm feeling like I need to justify it. I think it's okay to take your kids through the drive-thru every now and then, right? No, but this is part of the wellness pressure that we experience online. <sighs> There's wellness elitism. And do you know what? I actually feel bad for those parents because yeah. I just think... Oh, you've really like painted yourself into a corner yeah. where you appear as if you hand make every piece of sushi and bliss ball in your house <laughs> that you can't then be caught at McDonald's. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I'm what like, a prison. What a prison. But I love Maccas. Yeah. And it's something that we do with every road trip. Yeah. Even if we're going to the Central Coast, which yeah. is like an hour and a half drive, yeah. it's like Maccas. Yeah. Happy meals are life. It's really good. I mean, 
my kids now will eat everything. Like mm. there was a point where it was a bit of a waste because yeah. they didn't really eat it. And, you know, the t- all the landfill. Oh, look, there's problems with it. Yeah. But I would be like, no, I'm not taking it at McDonald's because you're not going to eat it. Now they'll eat it. Like they'll fully eat the whole meal. Same. And my you kids can froth on it. And you can get in your happy meal. My kids get the yogurt and the cherry tomatoes. So I don't feel so bad. Wait, what? In a Happy Meal now, you can add yogurt, like a yogurt pouch. Yeah. Carrot sticks. What? Cherry tomatoes. You can also get a chicken salad wrap. That is not living. I know. That is not the point of I know, but if, if, you know, if you just want them to have a bit of sustenance as well as their hamburger and fries. Oh, so it comes with. with. The, oh, okay. Sorry. With. I thought yeah. you meant in place of. Well, you can replace it. You know, Maccas, you can custom order like anything you yeah, want. You can true. be like, um, hi, can I get a double quarter pounder, one slice of cheese, only mustard, no onions, no bun on a fillet of fish roll with a, <laughs> with a half chocolate, half vanilla thick shake and two fries. And they'll be like, yep, drive through. You know, like, <laughs> totally. So you can do what you want, but I add cherry tomatoes and yogurt because my kids <sighs> like those. And then I feel like they're getting protein. They're getting calcium. They're getting vegetables. They're getting potato. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure. Yeah. And my kids choose fizzy. They call it fizzy water mm. for their drink. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so they get soda water, which, you know, whatever. Apparently it rots your teeth. There's always a problem with everything. But I'm like, I'm so fine with that. And if we're running around crazy after an activity or whatever, it's like doing dinner on the hop. You get home and it's just straight into bath. And then you're done. It's the best. It's elite. But what is this self-consciousness? Something I will share with the DL. So before we were downstairs sort of doing a very loose episode plan and producer Kate who works with us on the potty she was like oh no I'm funny about Maccas she's like I give my daughter nuggets but I wouldn't tell tell anyone and I was like oh now we've just outed her on a podcast we we have outed you Kate sorry we love you but Revs and I were both like why? why? Yeah. Like, why? I think when your kids are younger and you're fresher to motherhood, this kind of thing weighs on you a little bit more. Oh, can we talk about this? Of course. So I've got a friend who's got one kid energy. Yep. So first born. You know, we all did it where my kid won't have sugar yeah, yeah, yeah. for the first year of their life, mm-hmm. right? And we were at an event together and then I was like, oh, I'm going to run through Macca's drive-thru. And she was like, oh, okay. And I could tell that she was like, I've never given my kid Macca's. And I said to her, oh, you can replace the fries with apple. And she was like, oh. Oh. And suddenly she was on board. (laughs) All the validation she needed. Totally. And, you know, I don't know. She might have got fries in the end for a kid. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Like, why do we put all this pressure on ourselves to be this perfect parent with fucking homemade bliss balls (laughs) it's all about the bliss balls bothers me immensely revs i mean look my lunchbox is a very lo-fi like when i do make food for my kids it's literally a vegemite sandwich or Mm. vegemite and cheese sandwich carrot sticks baby cucumbers cherry tomatoes fucking jats and tiny teddies can we talk about baby cukes because they are so underrated but i'm that's another mum hack yeah do you slice yours or your your kids love it whole chuck it in whole and then if it comes back untouched give it a wash put it in the crisper goes back in the lunchbox the next day boom double whammy i also like that if the teacher has a little squiz at the lunchbox there's a bit of green in there yeah it's like i am doing it for the cred you know (laughs) (laughs) isn't that all we do isn't life all about optics these days i guess my point is, my kids eat well. They have very healthy homemade meals, but also I'm not homemaking fucking organic blah, no. blah, blah all the time. No way. Do you know where I rely on my kids eating well? Daycare. Yes. Yeah. I miss that. They eat so 
so well at daycare. Yeah. I'm going to definitely grapple with hectic mum guilt when both my kids start school because I'll feel pressure. You won't. No? No, because you'll be past it. They'll be older. You'll be further down the line. Okay. You'll be wiser and you won't. Okay. But I know what you're saying. Like, you know, they have this like chef designed. Yes. New South Wales government approved menu. Organic. Everything's organic. There's no nuts. There's yes. no dairy. There's no any of the things. It's all vegetables and they love it. Yeah. Yeah. And they bullshit us that they've eaten the whole bowl as if they have. <laughs> I don't know. I've got hoovers for kids, so they inhale their food. But for me, it means that when they come back from daycare, if I'm like, you know what? It's a cereal kind of dinner. I'm like, it's fine. I know that they had some fancy schmancy vegetable lasagna. Yeah. My old daycare used to do a lot of curries. Oh, and I was like, how good. Just packed full of veg, rice. So good. I think that exposure is important. I mean, Teddy eats like a 75 year old man. He loves soup. He loves curry. He loves toast (laughs) after his dinner, like supper. Oh, weird. He's like a 75 year old British man. I know. But he is half Scottish. So that does make sense. I love that he loves the supper. He does. He loves supper i think his couple of years in scottish daycare Mm. like really set his palate up (laughs) so good so you know how sushi rolls is a hack for kids so my kids have always loved your baby avocado sushi rolls and my go-to rafa has graduated now to prawn tempura udon noodles (laughs) she's so your kid (laughs) that's what she demands now oh my god that's expensive yeah well uh, now i share a bowl with her oh you wouldn't like i don't like sharing (laughs) it's really annoying dl's gem does not like sharing her food no it's a real thing like it's almost like in a past life you were absolutely starving yeah because she guards her bowl and she's not like does anyone want she's just like arms around like getting it in (laughs) so all my girlfriends from school know that i'm a salt and vinegar fiend Mm -hmm. but i need my own bowl yeah so we bring two packets so we tip one into what's called the communal salt and vinegar bowl and then Jem gets her own bowl. own special bowl and mine has to be thins yeah the vinegary the better <laughs> the thinner the better i'm very picky about I know, these things i know so you share a tempura fronto <laughs> with your four-year-old but i'm kind of disappointed that she's off the hand rolls yeah, because much they're so easier. easy much easier this requires you can't eat an udon soup in the back of the car no exactly so mm. it's kind of annoying but then i'm also kind of proud yeah yeah she loves spice yeah, great. She's well, my Thai baby. She's Quapa. She is Quapa. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what that is. Uh, quapa is quarter Asian slang, basically, and Hapa is half Asian slang. Okay. So I have Quapa babies. I think I've shared this before on the potty, but when I was first pregnant with Rafa, my favorite hashtag was Quapa baby because I just loved seeing the combination of genes where you have one quarter Asian and just seeing what you get. It's wild. And no Quapas look the same. No. Yeah. Because the Asian jeans can come in strong yeah or in Rafa's case it's like are you <laughs> are you really are you really <laughs> he's so blonde and blue-eyed Iggs looks a little bit Asian he's definitely got an Asian vibe, vibe. <laughs> if you take away the coloring because mm-hmm. his hair is so damn blonde mm. his eyes he's got my eyes yeah and I does. love that he's I got a bit it. of the almond he does represent Iggy Bear mm-hmm. do you know what I don't have time for what don't you have time for developmental leaps oh yeah I remember those <laughs> remember yep I'm deep in it with eggs at the moment uh, and uh, it rears its ugly head at night. Uh, like I shouldn't say developmental leaps are ugly like we want our kids no, to they're develop. Fucked. But they are a pain in the ass. Yes. And I remember with Rafa I had the apps. Was it Wonder Weeks? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. you like follow every... And then, do you know, Wonder Weeks, I used to really advocate for this app, but in hindsight... It's pretty intense because they have a calendar of your kid's age. Like yeah. If they're turning 15 months and one week 
week or 16 months and two weeks. 48 weeks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And on the calendar, they'll legit have two weeks of storm clouds. Yeah, and like lightning bolts. Yes. It used to give me anxiety. Yeah, because you could see them coming up and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. But then I feel like, is it like, has that placebo effect where you almost manifest (laughs) shit behavior where you're like, oh, it's that leap. Yeah, here it comes. Yeah, and then if you're out of the leap, if they're sort of not themselves, what do you blame? (laughs) I just think it's problematic. But anyway, I do believe leaps are a thing. Yes. And I remember Rafa went through a massive sleep regression where she was up all night and I thought, I've broken her. Yeah. Like my unicorn sleeper She's gone. is gone yeah. and this is it. And then, it, of course, it was periodic and the typical thing happens where they go through a regression of sleep and they come out the other end exploding with... Language, language physical ability. New cognitive yeah. skills or fine motor skills. Yeah. So the wonderful thing about having two kids is I now can identify it. Yeah. Instead of being in this hell of like, I'll never sleep again. I know that it's episodic. There's nothing more prevalent in one kid energy phase of your life when you just think this is life now. This is it now. You just think you're stuck wherever you are. Like, oh, so now this is how it's going to be. Okay, cool. I'll be at a good run. Well, you just have no foresight. You have none. Yeah. Leap six is the worst, right? That's the famous leap. I think it's at like eight months. Yes, the eight month leap is brutal. And it goes forever and it's like really intense and it often times up with teething and like starting to crawl and all that kind of stuff. really sucks. For me, the worst one is actually the four month. Oh, they've come out of the fourth trimester. Yeah, right. So they've lost that newborn, sleepy, yeah. floppy, easy to sleep anywhere. Can pose them for f- Angetti photos if you wanted to <laughs> vibes. And then suddenly they're awake. Yeah. They're suddenly like, hello world. Things piss me off yeah. now. I find that leap the hardest. Yes. But Iggy's is part cute, I guess, in some ways. Because Iggs is two and a half. He's two and a half. So this leap's come late. Yeah. But he's... But that's classic Iggs. Totally. Yeah, he's like a good six months behind his developmental stuff, right? I call it island time. Yeah, nice. Where he's just like, not in a hurry. Nah. He's like, I'll get to that leap. Yeah, just (laughs) drinking a coconut, cruising down the beach. But I do find it cute in some ways because he wants to chat. Oh. Yeah. So he's not like crying because he's had sleep terrors, which is very distressing as a parent when you're trying to calm a kid down from sleep terrors he just starts spouting all the words he knows so he'll be like mummy helicopter train blue bus black car you know is he british (laughs) (laughs) mummy helicopter is he british (laughs) do you know what he's accentless yeah right what do you mean well there's no accent it's toddler sound all right like what is Helicopter. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like not Aussie. He speaks wiggles. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Actually, there's this show on YouTube. This is very niche, but there will be a percentage of parents who will be like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's called Speedy Deedy oh, yeah. on YouTube. Sounds awful. Yeah, it's awful. And Speedy Deedy has a show where she talks about different vehicles. And I like it because it's a woman yeah. talking about diggers and airplanes. You should try Katie's Amazing Machines, but we'll come back to that. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, yeah, much better. But anyway. BBC version. Speedy Deedy, I believe, is... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gemma, what do you do for work? I sit at a microphone and talk about things like Speedy Deedy and <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> it's funny how you said it because that's how she introduces herself. Speedy Deedy. Speedy Deedy. Ugh. I believe that she's Brazilian. Okay. Somewhere from Central South America. So she pronounces it. And today we are going to talk about 
helicopters. <laughs> the other day, Iggy was like, helicopter. I don't know. It just made me it. laugh. It's so silly. I love it. Yeah, he's just deep in parroting Okay, mode. so he's up in the night yes. and he wants to converse. Yeah. What the fuck? And play. And he'll play? ask me to do reading eggs. And no. I'm like, no, mate. It's in the middle of the night. It's two o'clock in the morning. So what do you have to do? It's really hard because yeah. if I try and put him back to sleep, it's stage 20 meltdown. Oh. And then you worry about him waking Rafa up. Oh and then you're God. like, shh. And then he does all the things. I'm thirsty. I need water. Hungry. Yoga. I'm like, you don't Please, need Please, sir. Anything. Can I have some more? <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> Oliver Twist. <laughs> so, you know, it's Strugsville. So how long are you up in the night then? How, is this once a night? This is the thing with sleep revs is it's like you go to bed anxious because yeah. you don't know yeah. what to expect. You don't know what the night's going to bring. You know when you're in a job you hate and Sunday is always riddled yeah. with anxiety? Yeah. I've got a few friends who have experienced that where they get this sort of... Sunday feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's what my sister's always called it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. And I now have that with sleep yeah. at the moment where it's oh. quite stressful because... I don't know if I'm going to sleep a full night or if I'm going to be up twice in the night. I remember that feeling so vividly. Like you don't go good night and off to bed and go time to sleep. You're like, good luck. Yeah. Off I go. Yeah. Good fucking luck. Who knows what the next 12 hours is going to bring me? Yes. Yeah. And the problem with the anxiety is it actually is a sleep inhibitor. Totally. But yeah, I feel slightly loopy. Well, it can't last. Like there will be a breaking point. Yes. And the fuck thing is your husband's just gone away for two mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. Will he sleep if he comes into your bed? Will he just go back to sleep? Ooh. Or will he want to keep chatting? Well, this is interesting. Mm. I draw a hard line. Yeah, on I used sleeping. to do that. <laughs> I know. I say this without meaning to cause any inadvertent shaming yeah. towards mums who sleep with their kids. Yeah. I'm all about do whatever you got to do to yeah. fucking survive. Yeah. But for me... I do not sleep yeah. with my children in my bed. You period. don't sleep with anyone in your bed. <laughs> Correct. You need your own fucking bed. <laughs> I do. I do. So I've never, ever allowed them into my bed. Yeah. But I know you have a long history of sleeping. Um, I've done kids. it all. Yeah. Like, so I'm sure most DLs know this, but for any of our new pals, Isla did not sleep until she was five. And that took many different shapes and sizes and mm. forms. I was literally telling a friend at work about when she was two and a half. So Teddy was just born. So we had a newborn in the house and she was having nightmares or just like would not go to sleep. And the only way, the only way to get her back to sleep was if she was in our room. And I was doing the same thing. I was like hard line on the bed because, you know, already two adults in the bed and it was a queen and there wasn't room. And I was just like, I'm not going down this rabbit hole of having kids in our bed. It was the one thing I was really stalwart on. Mm. You know, I was like, I'm not moving on this. But it really did fuck me up. But, I made- but where was that coming from, Revs? Was that coming from external people who have um, been like, don't let your kids sleep in your bed. You'll, you'll make never a get ro- them out. You'll make yeah. a rod for your own back. Probably, like, yeah. You know, I-, I can't really remember. I think yeah. it was a bit of everything. I'm the same. I like my own space in bed. Mm. I didn't want them in my bed. But also, yeah, I just thought that's the ultimate failure. I, again, I'm not throwing shade at anyone. I'm so through this now that you'll laugh because in a minute I'll tell you what I do at the moment. But at the time I was like, that's failure. If I've got kids in my bed and we've got four beds in the house, but everyone's in one bed, that's actual failure. That's how, how I saw silly. it. It's so silly, isn't it? So silly. Fast forward to Isla's fourth birthday party. I threw her this enormous princess party with an entertainer and the most beautiful cake you've ever seen. And she had the most amazing outfit and all her friends. And it was just divine. And I was a mess because I had a four-year-old who not one night of her life had slept. Mm-hmm. And I was so wrung out because by that stage I had a well, yeah, 18 yeah, Teddy. 
like yeah. 18 month old and I was just so so tired and my mum's friend said to me she'd just been to a funeral that week and someone was talking about their dad and her strongest memory of her dad was that if she ever had a nightmare his hand was always there and she would always go in and like sleep next to his bed yeah. and in the middle of the night didn't matter what time it was she would always reach and his hand was always there and I thought fuck what am I doing? Yeah, why do we like, fight why these principles? I, why am I fighting this so, so yeah. much? And that's when I put a cot mattress next to my side of the bed yeah. and I put warm linens on it and its own pillow and I pretty much put a camp bed yeah. next to my side of the bed and I said to her, you can come in. And that was my line, right? I was like, you're you not come coming in. in the bed but you've got your own little bed right here and I, you know, I wanted my hand to be right there for her if I needed. Yeah. Anyway, that lasted a year. <laughs> And then we moved countries and she started school and she started sleeping on her own. Oh, my God. And I didn't do anything for that. It sort of just happened. Yeah. Now, she's about to turn eight this year. We've had two good years of her sleeping through the night. Teddy pretty much sleeps through the night every single night since 10 weeks old. Legend. I sleep trained him within an inch of his life. Don't at me. I'm fine with it. Very comfortable with it. It worked for me. It worked for Teddy. He is a sleep legend. Goes to bed at 7, wakes up at 6.30. No complaints, right? Isla. Oh, dear. She's got a lot going on in that brain of hers. I guess. I mean, something that used to comfort me a lot in the sleep deprived years was that apparently it's really smart, really advanced children that have shit we tell ourselves. They have trouble sleeping because they've got so much firing off in their brains that like, you know, the brain activity doesn't let them sleep and I was yeah. like that feels right to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lean into I'm that narrative that one. Yeah. but anyway we've had two years of a good run and now around midnight every night she comes into my bed and do you know what I do I go hi baby give her a kiss tuck her in roll over and go back to sleep Oh, good. And it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I mean, it's just me in a king-size bed, so, like, who am I to kick my kid out? Yeah, you know what I mean? and do you and- know what? She's not going to do that when she's 18. So my one rule now, you know, you've always got to have yes. one fucking boundary, is everyone starts in their own bed. Yeah. And then whatever anyone needs to do in the night, I'm not going to turn you away. We're not going to have fights. If they come into my bed, they go straight back to sleep. Mm. Ted does it once in a blue moon, literally on a full moon usually. But Isla, it's pretty much every night at the yeah. moment. So she wakes up with me every morning and, oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. But I remember where you're at with these young kids where they still need so many boundaries Mm -hmm. or they actually feel unsafe and out of control and it makes it worse. Yeah. It's fucking hard work because I used to feel, I don't know if you feel like this, but I used to feel like I was parenting harder at night than I even was in the day. Interesting. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it like that. Because there's all these dumb memes that go around from people who shame sleep trainers who are like, you don't stop being a parent at night. And it's like, okay. I know no, that. No, the one that gets under my skin. Because I'm pro-sleep training, but I'm also pro- Pro-sleeping. Fucking, fucking do what you want. Absolutely. Yeah, like, I'm pro-attachment parenting, if yeah. that's your jam. Like, you do you, right? Yeah. But the one that really gets under my skin <laughs> is when people claim that sleep training causes abandonment issues. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but it's so incredibly shamey. It's so shamey. It's also bullshit because, I mean, look... Because I'm a doctor, I'll let you know that what they claim is that it causes a cortisol spike because the kid's crying. But, like, tell me that there's not a cortisol spike when that kid is strung out and hasn't slept and is crying anyway Mm. in the corner because they can't put themselves to sleep. Well, they're running on adrenaline. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not pro or I'm not going to – I'm not here to, like, pitch one or the other. I'm just saying it's absolute bullshit to, like, say one is wrong. And I know I always say this, but we just need to zoom out from Sydney, Australia and look at the world – as a whole, yeah. if your kid is in a warm bed, yeah. 
under a roof yep. with a full tummy and a dry nappy. They're loved. Yeah. They're not going to have abandonment issues. No. If you're there in the morning to pick them up out of the cot, they are not going to have abandonment issues. No. I just felt like I needed to say that because yeah. it gets under my skin. And I strongly feel sleep is a skill that we have to teach that has to be learnt. Yeah. I strongly feel that. I definitely feel from my sample of two that that is absolutely the truth. Yes. And kids need to learn to connect sleep cycles. Yeah. And all that stuff. But yeah. like, you know, just some things are just so fucking out of our control, right? <laughs> Truly. It's like having a clumsy kid. You didn't do that to your kid. Mm. You know, some kids are just clumsy. Some kids just have spaghetti legs and are always wrecking themselves. Yeah. And some kids are really sure footed. That's not a technique. That's not a parenting choice. That's just your kid, right? Some kids nail sleep, pick it up real quick, do it on their own even. And some kids really fucking struggle, just like some adults really fucking struggle. Like, am I in a leap right now? Because I haven't slept for like two months. Yeah. I must be in leap 482, you know? We demand this perfection from our kids that we ourselves haven't nailed. I need like five sleep aids to go to sleep. <laughs> I need I need a podcast in. I need to spray my pillow with yeah. my lavender spray. I need to do all my skincare. I need to have my hair in a particular way. I need to have the right pillowcase. And well, now then- I'm curious. How do you have your hair? Oh, if it's long, it has to be in a plait. In a plait? Otherwise it annoys me in the night. Oh, Oh, and I need a full glass of water or I get like thirst anxiety. Oh, same, same. So gotta have the full glass of to, water. To the idea that you could just put a kid in a cot with no sleep aids and be like, off you go, is funny when we ourselves have exactly. all these things that we need. But how are you showing up in the day? Because for me, in my sleep deprived years, I just was like such a mess by day and a mess by night, but like really struggled to do well at anything during the day. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely running on adrenaline yeah. at the moment. And that's not fun. No. And you know when you know your body is having a very adverse reaction to the lack of sleep, mm. but you can't control it? No. So I've got all of that very sweaty. I mean, I always have sweaty palms, but they're exceptionally sweaty. And I can't regulate my own nervous system. Oh, babe. So you know when you can actually feel anxiety yeah, yes. coursing through your body? got a bit of that at the moment I don't know I think from my sample of two I know that it won't last yeah so I'm kind of just riding the waves at the moment yeah just know that I'll land on the shore at some point how good take a deep breath you know it's coming yeah but just when you're in it it's very hard but I will say it's hard when you're a business owner to admit this yeah but I feel like I'm really dropping work balls yeah. and it's not making me feel good. Yeah. It's almost making the anxiety worse. Yeah. And I feel a bit unfocused yeah. with work. Yeah. Things that I normally do very efficiently, very quickly are taking me hours longer yeah. and I don't have those additional hours. Yeah. So yeah, it's tricky. It's really yeah. tricky. Is there anything you can shelve or like take off your plate? I know I mean, that's an annoying question. I mean, my husband's gone to the US for two weeks, so... So no. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to muscle through for the next couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Well, I'm here. Thank you. (laughs) Please call me. (laughs) How's your sleep? It's rubbish. It's been rubbish all year. It's really bad. Do you think there's a little bit of a COVID hangover? Um... Like fatigue, like we're into year three and we're not fully, fully back to normal yet. Yeah, I think it's really messed with everyone, hasn't it? Yeah. Like the demands are back of the before times. Yes. I think for young kids who basically had two years of a very slow life, mm. suddenly there's sports carnivals and presentations and school barbecues. Mother's Day morning tea get together. Athletics carnival. Yeah. Like all these things are coming back and I think it's a lot for them. Yeah. And so I've made a blanket rule, no weekend activities for this whole year. Yeah. I'm just like, we're not doing any Saturday sport. We're not doing any dancing. Our weekends clear the decks. Yeah. 
And I'm really happy with that choice. I think, oh my God, it's not going to affect their whole lives if they're one year late to start netball or whatever. Totally. I just think they need to ease back into schedule. So yeah, our weekends are fucking slow. We draw, we watch TV, we walk down and get a coffee, go to the beach. It's like, it's very, very chill. And so I'm really living for the weekends at the moment. So good. I've drawn a line in the sand with my kids too, with kids' birthday parties. Oh, yeah. Because Rafa's joined a community kindy. She's now split at a daycare and kindy. Oh, and my there's God. You must have a party every weekend. Literally every weekend. Yeah. No exaggeration. And I just went, you know what? Not this year. She hit the party scene <laughs> so hard in April <laughs> that I was like, okay, enough. And I don't think, like, I hope that those other parents in the kindy class don't think I'm this antisocial parent who's not being a community member and rocking up to these events. I just don't have it in me. The Jen, one commitment we have. Take that off your worries list. Yes. Think about when you've hosted a party. The last thing you think is, oh, see, blah, blah, didn't make it. You just don't even think that. You're like, oh, was Baba there? I don't remember. (laughs) You know, it's not a big deal. No, totally. So I'm kind of being kind with myself on that front. So how are you picking and choosing? I've just said no more. Oh, no more at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well, we had one weekend where we did three, two on a Saturday, one on a Sunday. And I just just said to Hubs, like, I'm done. And the invitations kept rolling in. And, you know, it's that stage of kindy where I don't really know anyone. Yeah. So that's the stage to duck out then. Yeah. So it really is rocking up for your kids and then doing small talk with parents being like, oh, which one's yours? Oh, oh, that's Noah. I've heard about them. fucking exhausting. And I just, yeah, don't have it in me the one thing I will commit to every weekend and it's not even my commitment is Rafa's swimming lesson great it's Hubs's commitment it's the thing that they do together but he's away yeah so, so you yeah, gotta do that I gotta do that which is fine I'll yeah. see that through I just say normalize clearing the decks normalize it don't go to the parties. Don't have activities. Give yourself a fucking break. On the normalization front, can yes. we also normalize Maccas? Yeah, normalize Maccas and doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have someone slide in and uh, say we're promoting obesity. Or oh my God, Rebs, people will slide in because we're talking you know about. What? Bring it on. Slide on in. Come at me. I'm fucking Teflon with this now. <laughs> I don't care for your opinions. I know people are going to at me about sleep and start sending me links. No links. I mean, or. All the links. Come on, hit us. We've got this. We are so confident in our mum's style at this stage, right? We are at a point. No, Jen's looking at me with. <laughs> Look, Revs, you're ahead of me. You have an eight year old and a five year old. I'm four and two. Like, I'm deep in the trenches. Yeah. My Teflon skin is still thickening. Yeah, still growing. It is. Still growing. Yeah. You've got some like shoulder pads, but yep. you need it to go all yeah, the I way need the to the full edges. armor. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not there yet. Well, let me do it for you. Okay, thank you. Fuck off everyone. <laughs> <laughs> let Jen parent how she wants. <laughs> it's funny, I was talking with my work colleagues at lunch yesterday and they were telling me they used to work together at another company many years ago. And they were musing on the fact that because we all have young kids yeah, and it's awesome to work in a team where there's two other women with young kids because they get it. They get it. It's amazing. So we kind of like bolster each other. We help each other out. If any balls are going to get dropped where we can, we sort of like a bit of a team. Yeah. It's really great. They were telling me about an old colleague they had. This is like 10, 15 years ago. And she was in her early 40s and had three under seven. But she was their (sighs) boss and quite senior, like quite a big job. And 
they used to be like, what a disaster. She's a walking disaster. What a hot mess. And they were looking back and sort of going, we were awful. We didn't get it. No, we like, never do. We the, didn't realize. In our 20s. We didn't realize how well she was actually doing mm. and like what a cool experience she gave us because we had to sort of step up when we wouldn't have had to step up if yeah. she didn't have all these balls that she was managing. <laughs> Is that your way of being like, so I'm just going to handball everything <laughs> so to, guys, the, I've just to got the juniors. So guys, i things for you to do. <laughs> Hey, kid-free junior, (laughs) take my task. I mean, I found it quite an empowering way to look at delegation. Absolutely. So one of my colleagues was saying she wouldn't have ever had the senior experience she Mm -hmm. had in that first professional job if her boss didn't have young kids because she just would have been doing it all. Mm. But the fact that she would call her and be like, I'm running an hour late, can you step into that supplier meeting? And she would have to do it. So good. And it was like forced upskilling. God, but I do feel for the mother. Yeah, yeah. Like well, they were saying that. They were, yeah, anyway, it's I so said tough. I said to them, why don't you reach out and tell her? Mm. Because, you know, it might mean nothing to her, but it also might be incredibly healing and validating because there's yeah. no way she thought you thought she was killing it. No way. She would have known in her heart that her team were like, oh, my God, she's a walking disaster. I've been that person at work. Yeah. When everyone at work is like, oh, my God, this bitch is a walking disaster. You know. Yeah. You know you're fucking up and not killing it. You know. I was like, why don't you reach out to her on LinkedIn and just say like, hey, it's 10 years later, but I just wanted to say I get it now. I reckon it would mean the world. Absolutely. How could it not? Yeah. That's all we seek is validation and to be seen. Just to be seen. Being a working parent is so fucking hard. Mm. I struggle with it. Leading a team, trying to run a household. Yeah. Like women are so incredibly stressed out because especially living in Sydney, like you need dual income in a household. Uh You know, you're a single parent. You have to work. Yeah. I also think it's really interesting as we get to the age we are. So we're like heading towards our 40s you're going to have school-age kids around by the time you're 40. Like, that's when you have a bigger team. That's when you start to move into managerial roles and you get a little bit more senior and with more people, more problems, right? Mm. Like, not only are you doing your job Mm. and running your household and managing your relationship and being a parent, you're now managing a team, Mm. which is like having more children sometimes. Yeah, it's stressful. It's just like, it does not end. It doesn't. Yeah, but, you know, what's my point? (laughs) Empathy, empathy and compassion. Absolute empathy. But I do think that women also need to get better at delegating household tasks. Delegating everything. Amongst their own family. Yes. If you can, because we just can't fucking do it all. Like I just had a moment, I think I had a meltdown two weeks ago where I was like, I really try to do it all, Mm. but I'm doing everything and achieving nothing. That's what it was starting to feel like. And I started to feel exceptionally ragey Mm. about how I'm the default parent. And that's the thing that really gets me. It's like when the kids are sick, I get the call, not my husband. And I'm always like, you know, he's on the... His name is on the list too. Yep. Do you know what I'm going to start doing? What? Anytime I fill in a parent form yep. or school enrollment form, I might just put his name first. Well, I'm fascinated to see what happens yeah. because I have done that and it made no fucking difference. So they still call mum. Still call mum. Mm. And I have even given a detailed custody schedule to my school on what days to call what number. Like I laminated it, gave it to the fucking office, gave it to the teacher. I was like, here is our schedule here is who you call. And they still call you. I get the call. It Every fucking time. Fucking rage. I have to get my kid's dad's name added to the WhatsApp group, to the class email, to everything, even though it's been on every form. Yeah. There is still a default to mum. And yeah. it's utter bullshit. Yeah, it is. I've even gotten to the point now where I said to Hubs, 
I might get an office. Yeah. And remove myself yeah. from being the working from home mum yeah. because it's too easy for everyone to go, oh, Jem can do it. Jem can pick up the kids. Yeah. Jem can accept the Woolies order, which then means me stopping work yeah. to then load a fridge full of food. Like yeah. I know it sounds trivial, no, no. but it's time away from the desk. It's yes. like I can't get anything freaking done. Yeah, yeah. I remember during lockdown when everyone was working from home, there was all these stats going around because men were working from home too. Men had to work from home with children, which was what a novel concept mm. that men were also having to like be around their children and work. And anecdotally, how many people did you know who sent the men upstairs? or gave the men a man cave because they just couldn't handle getting their work done when the children were around. I know a lot of people who had to do that. Yeah. But because the men were experiencing it, then we got the statistics. And one of them was the longest run of concentration anyone is getting while working from home with kids homeschooling is four minutes. What? So I thought you were going to say 20. Four. Four minutes. Wow. That's the average run-on you get at any task while there's kids at home and you're working at home. So imagine trying to do a day's work, mm. meet deadlines, all those things, mm. when you only have four-minute concentration flows. So it's impossible. Well, uh, this is interesting because I think there is a personality type. Mm. Everyone has a different way of working. They can work in different time blocks. Yep. I don't know about you, but yep. I'm someone who's like... Power hour. Yeah, yep. I love a power hour. Yep. And then I'm like... I need to be social and have a chat. So like with my team, we sit around the dining table and I'll be like, guys, I need to do an hour of power. And they literally won't talk to me and I'll just bury myself in my computer and get it done. And then I'm like, let's chat for half an hour. (laughs) You know, we just talk about... (laughs) Have fun for your team. They're like, we just ride the wave of Jem's whims. (laughs) What are we doing now, a power hour? Everyone shut up. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like put it this way. When I'm in my hour of power, they might be in their cycle of chat. Mm -hmm. And so they'll talk to each other. And I, I'm not bothered by it. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm like, that's you can cool. Deal with ambient noise. I can absolutely deal with ambient noise. I can get on with it. Mm-hmm. And I know that they'll have their work zone later yeah. at some point in the day. Yeah. I, the thing is, is I don't care about FaceTime or hours. Just get the job done. Totally. In whatever time that takes. Oh my God, that's the best thing about my new job. It's so good. No clock punching. Great. So Sim, who works with me, she can literally do half an email, 10 to a child. Return to the email, yeah, tend wow. to a child, move on to another email, tend to a child. And I just cannot do that. Yeah. I have to literally light my candle, <laughs> set my laptop up on its stand, put some music on. Yeah. You know how we were talking about sleep aids? Yeah. I have work aids, like totally. all the things I need to get yeah. in the zone. Yeah. And then I do my best work. Yeah. Kids at home, I literally do nothing. I can't even get four minutes done. Yeah. I'm an all in or all out person. I'm yeah. either parenting or I'm working. Yeah. I cannot do both. And yeah. I must admit, Sim, if you're listening, like I fucking envy yeah. her ability to dip in and out. Yeah, like amazing. her brain completely processes she has a completely different brain to you though totally completely different skill sets to you but she's also fun mum yeah you know like she actually plays with her kids i know she's amazing she's amazing yeah well i think you should get an office i think that's a brilliant idea yes and no here we go i know i'm gonna be honest you're gonna do a classic gem i want this thing but i don't want this thing oh well there's no compromise i'll just complain about it well (laughs) i feel like i weaponized the office chat to my husband to be like stop relying on me But really, I kind of love rolling out of my pajamas Mm. down the stairs, have my breakfast, (laughs) set up my laptop. Light my candle. Boom. Without showering or brushing my teeth. Love like that I, for you. I don't hate it. Revs, yep. you are a homebody. A lot of people, Love DLs, it. you might not know this. 
I think Revs can really present on the gram as <laughs> I've got my shit together. Look at my <laughs> office Lol. attire. Here's my selfie. I'm going to the office. Work, 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 work. But actually, <laughs> actually, the true Revs also loves trackies. Love top it. knot. Yep. And a computer at home. I love working from home. I know you do. My ideal would be one office day. Just one. I've got to do two. Sometimes it's three. I'd say two is pretty good. Two is great. I'm it's the minority no, of the week. Like, oh my God, no complaints. I have the best situation at the moment. But if I could work from home four and one in the office, that would be my absolute ideal. It's like the perfect balance for me. So is the one in the office your potty day? Because you do have to leave home to come to Oh, I don't count this as an oh, office. I, I, love I feel that. like I'm working from home right now. Oh, yay. I'm glad you feel that way. No, but like one day of commuting, getting dressed up like an adult, getting yeah. your coffee out of the house and talking to people. I mean, I get no work done that day. It's just mm. wall-to-wall meetings yeah. and office chat and like communal lunches, which I love. And they are vital and valuable. And I think they really do affect everyone's work and they're important. And mm. you've got to have FaceTime with your team and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, one day will do it for me. I don't need any more <laughs> than that. You're like, I've got my fix. Yeah. And then I'm back to my trackies. <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to do Pilates on my lunch break and I want to go for a walk after work. Hey, Revs is a Pilates girl now. Fucking doing it, guys. She's doing it. I'm doing it. She's caught the bug. I'm actually really proud of you because you and I aren't exercise people. And look at us. It's our age. DLs, don't worry. Our Instagrams aren't going to suddenly become fitspo before and after. Speak for yourself. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I couldn't even slightly buy that, babe. Couldn't even slightly. No, I think it's the age. Yeah. We were talking about this at work the other day. It's like a really hard late 30s vibe to suddenly get into Pilates, don't you think? It's like a late 30s to late 60s window. But wouldn't you agree that the mentality behind why you're going shifts? Absolutely. Like it really is about, oh, I'm brittle. I need, I need my need... lower back to play ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to not piss every time I jump on a trampoline. <laughs> you know? jumping on trampolines? So I can be fun mum sometimes. <laughs> when there's a trampoline, I can't help myself. But can we talk about Pilates schedules? Because yeah. there are night workout people mm. and then there's morning workout people. Mm-hmm. Like the way that you said I'd love to go to a Pilates class in my lunch break, like I'm like, ew, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I love that. Can't think of anything worse. Oh, it's perfect. No, I'm a morning exerciser. Yeah, if yeah. I don't get it done at 6.30 a.m., it will not get done. Right. So you okay, so you have to make it your first task of the day. Yes, because okay. I don't enjoy exercise. So are you struggling now with the dark mornings to get there? Hungy P. Yeah. But I've talked about this before. I have a network yep. of other mums in Freshwater who also go to this Pilates studio. We carpool yep. and I get a bit of a social fix yep. and I never want to let them down. Yep. And Perfect I like to you. nominate to be the driver yep. as well because then it forces it's like, oh, I'm picking someone up. Yep, like I do it. I can't just be like, oh, I won't go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it works. Perfect. I do a weird combo because I align it with my kids' schedule. Yeah. So on my kid free days, I'll do an evening one, yeah, which I, I really like. I can't do evening exercise. Talk to me about I that. I love it because it forces me to clock off work. So if I don't have the kids, I could work till nine o'clock. Do you know what I mean? So totally. if I book myself into a 6 p.m. Pilates, mm. I will clock off at 5.45, put my gear on, walk to Pilates, do the class, and then I come back, make dinner, and then I'm like, my day is wrapped up by eight. Yeah, 
Yeah. And yeah, I, I okay. really like that force structure. Yeah, that's nice. On my kid days, when I'm picking them up at whatever, I will go at lunchtime. Yeah, right. And then on the weekends, I don't have the kids. I'll do like a leisurely 10 a.m. or something indulgent like that. Yeah. Which I treat myself with. Yeah. The best thing about turning up to a Pilates class is it's almost like a done for you. Done. Situation. All you have to do is show up. And yes. then you know in 50 minutes time, you'll have done exercise and you almost didn't even have to think about it. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. I admire people who can do at-home workouts. Oh, me too. I just don't have that level of discipline. I did it in lockdown number one in the UK. Did you? Yeah, I did because I was going nuts and it was cold outside (laughs) to go for a walk. Yeah. Um, I did it then. I did it in hotel quarantine Mm -hmm. because sanity. But yeah, I can't do that. That's a discipline of another level. I, I reckon too. I reckon I could commit to it for a week. And then it takes one morning where I'm like, nah. Yeah, but check out Privileged. It's free. Often you can just chuck YouTube on and it's free. Like, I'm paying 33 bucks a Pilates class. That's not something I'll be able to do forever or can always do. Wow, I never thought about yeah. YouTube for Pilates. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's a million things. Yeah, Yoga, right. Pilates. So on- I'm just used to influencers spooking, like, their role to fit as fuck or whatever. That <laughs> fucking one that I just keep seeing popping up everywhere. Come do fit this shit. I think it's Fit AF. I think, I, I, look, maybe I've read that wrong and it's yeah. actually fit as. Yeah. I don't know. And there's always a challenge being spooked and I just thought, oh, one of these days yeah, I might yeah, yeah. jump on, you yeah. know, a challenge. But I just, I'm not self-disciplined enough. But my sister-in-law, who is very self-disciplined, she's hired a reformer bed. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was a thing you yeah, could then do. you really have to know what you're doing. Well, I think it comes with training videos. I don't oh, know. God. But, like, I was impressed. Yeah, I was like, that you... sounds fancy. It's so <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Apparently cheaper than a membership oh, somewhere. God. Okay. But I don't know. I just think more power to you. But then you've got a reformer bed in your house. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, then you need a wing. Then you need an exercise <laughs> wing. And then this is a whole other conversation. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's time for Hit Me With Your Not Spawn. My Not Spawn is a toy. Oh, yes. I always think it's easier to shop for little girls and little boys. So I will say that if you have a son and you're struggling with what to get them, get them this. Mm -hmm. Bosch drill set. Fuck yeah. Just Google it. Know it well. I think it's $34. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It's fucking worth it. Okay. It is so brilliant. It's kind of Montessori-esque. Don't at me. (laughs) Die hard Montessori people. I know it's not. It is green. It's not brown. (laughs) It's not an actual drill. But what I do like about it is obviously you need batteries, but you turn it on and the drill actually drills Mm -hmm. things in. Little nuts and bolts and things. And it's got a switch and it reverses so you can undrill. I don't know. There's anyway, like three drill bits. Yeah, there's three drill bits. There's screws. It also comes with a hammer and so a cute. manual screwdriver. And my kids love it. Yeah. It's like the biggest hit toy in our house. And whenever we have kids' friends come over, they're straight into the drill. Yeah. And Rafa loves it too. It's not just an Iggy thing. No. It's an every kid thing. I can totally back this not spawn up because we had ours given to us when Teddy turned one by my dad we still have it. They still love it. It's still a top toy. Yeah. Massively, massively endorsed. I mean, this. I, look, I could be wrong. It could be $24 and you got a bargain. It's but at I, DJs, I think, or like oh, really? kids stuff. Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, it, I just it, ordered it online. My kids love it because it looks legit. Yes, it does. It's not a toy looking thing. No. It looks like a real drill. Yes. Yeah, very cool. Highly recommend. Perfect gift for your nephew, your son, whoever. Revs, hit me with your nuts bun. I am going to spruik. Just this really fun product. Okay, if you're a bit woo-woo like me and you just love Zodiac shit, which who doesn't, you have to go to Bon Tot. At Bon 
underscore tot. They have just brought out the sickest line of Zodiac totes. Cute. Don't we all need a fucking tote all the time? Wait, for adults or kids? Anyone. Oh, cool. I got three. Yep. I got a Cancer tote for me, a Taurus for Teddy, and a Libra for Isla. Love it. Because, like, it's so much more fun than a library bag for swimming or whatever. They've got, like, a little Libra tote bag. Chuck all their swimming shit in there. And basically, it's, like, these really sick, cool design. It's not, like, hippie design. It's very cool, fashion forward. Bit modern. Very contemporary. And it's basically like your Zodiac and then three funny things about the Zodiac. Oh, for example. Can I be self-indulgent? What's mine? Okay, let's look at Sagittarius. Because that's why we all like Zodiacs, right? Because yeah. it's like, tell me about me. Yeah, tell me about me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at Sag. Okay. God, they're cute. Oh, they're super Okay. Uh, not what I was expecting. They're so, so, so cool. So they're definitely not the boho. I thought they'd be like sand colored. No, no, But no, they're no. not. They're, they're black, black with pink font. Yeah. It's very cool. So it's got like big Sag and then like the little Zodiac sign and it says, get shit done yeah and it says nobody me here's what i think dot 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 (laughs) and then i have a podcast (laughs) yep and then doesn't need your approval it's just like three funny things about zodiac okay now tell me yours okay cancer it is i don't miss calls i stare at them Council's plans to stay home. Yes. And human lie detector. Ooh, mm. love it. I just find them so funny. I really love the Aries one. Aries, main character energy. So unbothered. So unbothered it bothers people. <laughs> and sorry for being so perfect. <laughs> like it's just these really fun, vibey totes. Oh my God. Like I said, I got them for the kids so they have something cool to like schlep around instead of lame library bags. Yeah. And uh all about they're only 14 pounds shipping is really good to australia oh, we're in sterling and i have it on good authority that there might be a whole shipment coming to australia so if you get in now you get it quickly and cheaply oh awesome what a great not spotty jump on instagram and you can shop from there at bon underscore tot well, i guess that brings us to the end of the episode sure does DLs don't know this, but I started drinking coffee halfway through the app and now I'm peaking at you're the not, end. You're not on 1.5 speed. Jem's <laughs> just speeding through. Oh, I've peaked too late. It's, it's the fine. end of the app. It's fine. You did well. You did well. Well, shall we sing the outro with a pep in our step? <gasps> Absolutely. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. We love you. Bye.